Hello and welcome to today's edition of the Payments Monitor, the daily podcast featuring insights on banking, payments, and fintech. Good morning. Welcome to the Payments Monitor. My name is Faisal Khan. Today is the 23rd of November 2015. Some stories for today are... Daibold agrees to the $1.8 billion takeover of Vincor Nixdorf, thus giving the American ATM OEM access to the lucrative European market. The combined company will have more than one plus million cash machines worldwide with a revenue of $5.2 billion. There is fear amongst the masters of finance as they feel China could be heading towards a yuan devaluation. Money managers from Goldman Sachs to Passport Capital are losing faith in China's ability to revive its economy which suffers from rising non-performing loans and falling exports. After the surprise 1.9% devaluation in August and global markets route that followed, a devalued yuan would lead to a global recession. Coinbase issues a Bitcoin debit card called the Shift Card. It is essentially a Visa debit card that allows Coinbase users to use the card in 24 states where Coinbase has money transmitter licenses, as well as over 38 million merchants worldwide. Coinbase partnered with Shift Payments to offer this card, which will allow users to charge their debit card over the traditional Visa's point-of-sale rails to deduct money from their Coinbase wallet. The seventh largest economy in the world, Brazil, debates over new proposed regulations to cover Bitcoins. Brazil, which has been sinking into a financial depression, is now debating whether Bitcoins need to be regulated, and if so, how. Looking at the local demographics and ground realities that exist in Brazil today, rather than just juxtaposing external laws, there is a good possibility that Bitcoin will be legalized in Brazil with a regulatory oversight in place. Jack Ma, the founder of Alibaba, is in talks to buy a stake in China's leading newspaper, South China Morning Post. This would almost mirror what Jeff Bezos did when he bought Washington Post. Argentina's bad day of governance may be over. Mauricio Macri, a native Argentinian favored by the business community, can't wait for him to come to power. Reversing 14 years of financial devastation, including the largest default year-on-year zero or negative growth caused by the Kirchners, first Nestor and then by his wife Cristina. The fever of optimism in Argentina is high. The price of one Bitcoin is 323. Market sectors are all negative, with Asian and European markets all down, with the exception of the Nikkei, which is barely up one-tenth of a percent. Oil is still about $40 a barrel with the last price at $41.86 for the black liquid gold. But last but not least, many economists now believe that the Fed FOMC will increase interest rates in December. In case you might not be aware, every Sunday I and my two esteemed co-hosts Brian Romley and Mike Townsend host a podcast called Around the Coin, a one-hour-long discussion on all things banking, payment startup, fintech, and economic behavior. The podcast has been growing strong since the last two years nearly and can be accessed at www.aroundthecoin.com. I assure you, you will not be disappointed. We now have over 5,000 listeners for Around the Coin. There is a debate that has been silently raging on the sidelines. Where is Bitcoin going? When will it go mainstream? Proponents argue that progress is all over the place. The nearsayers cite, well, I ain't using it, so there's no progress. And people in between who are divided sometimes look into Bitcoin, sometimes towards fiat, and most of the time to the blockchain. Silently, many companies are steering away from Bitcoin. BitPesa, as an example, started out started out as a Bitcoin remittance company uh, to Kenya. 
They quietly gravitated to a Bitcoin exchange. Bitreserve, now called Uphold, is marketing itself as an internet of money company, saying Bitcoin is one of the currencies they accept, but they are not a Bitcoin company per se. Circle is now a company that allows money to be spent and used using the blockchain rather than pure Bitcoin. BitPay is rediscovering itself and looking to do more with blockchains than Bitcoin. Most of the transactions in the Bitcoin space are from traders, red speculators, first-time purchases, i.e. the curious mind, and a small, very small fraction that goes into cross-border money transfer itself. The bulk is just speculative day or week trading hoping to strike it rich, and 80 plus percent of these trades come from China. Whether Bitcoin will survive or not, or become mainstream or not, is not yet known. The jury is still out. What we need, in my opinion, is less regulatory oversight and more companies to take their product to market so average users like you and I can indeed use that Bitcoin. I hope that day is not far away. That's all for today. You can access this podcast and all its link on paymentsmonitor.com. The podcast is also available for free on iTunes. That's all for today. My name is Faisal Khan and you've been listening to the Payments Monitor. Speak tomorrow.